Sunday. And for those of you joining us on our online screen, we thank you for being with us as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the more connections we can make as Orthodox regarding our faith, the deeper our faith will be. More connections, the deeper our faith will be. And some of those connections are really simple. For example, you know that every Orthodox church has a narthex, has a name, and has an altar which is separated from the nave by an icon screen. What do you think that represents? Narthex, nave, and altar? Trinity. Each Orthodox church is, the architecture of the church is the same way. Narthex, nave, and Trinity, I mean an altar rather, representing the Trinity, a connection there. Another example, the doxology that we sing before the beginning of liturgy. By the way, the doxology is not the beginning of the liturgy. The doxology is the end of the matin service, right? The doxology that we sing at the end of the matin service, that we say today in Greek, where does that come from? It comes from the Bible. The doxology is... The verses from the Psalms put together and set to music. Again, another connection, the Bible and the liturgy. So now I'm going to get to my point. <laughs> and that is this. That in every liturgy, when the gospel is read, there is an epistle read. And in many cases, that epistle is connected to the gospel. The epistle is connected to the gospel. So St. Paul in his epistle today from the letter to the Philippians says the Lord is at hand have no anxiety about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that your request be made known to God and the God of peace which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How is this connected to the gospel reading of the day? The gospel reading of the day is Christ reigning in Jerusalem on a donkey. And people went out to meet him as a king. And why did they went out to, why did they go to meet him as a king? Because he rose Lazarus from the dead. He rose Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus had been dead for four days. And he went and he rose Lazarus from the dead. And everyone in the city heard about it. And they came out to greet our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a king. But those same people, a week later, would be saying, crucify him, crucify him. And our Lord and Savior, riding on the donkey, donkey representing peace, right? Because our Lord came not as a political messiah, or as a military messiah, as our Jewish brethren thought he might. But he came to save us from sin and death. He came in peace, that's why he's riding on a donkey. And as he's riding on a donkey, Entering into Jerusalem, and the people are giving him all these acclamations. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ knew that in one week he'd be on the cross. He knew it. In one week he knew he would be on the cross, and yet he was able, because he's God, to ride into the city 
a peaceful heart, with a peaceful disposition. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, there's a powerful invitation here. An invitation for me, an invitation for you, as we put the gospel and the epistle reading together. And that is the following. When we have anxiety, when we have worry, when we have concerns in our life, do we approach those crosses like Christ approached the cross during Holy Week with the same disposition that he rode into Jerusalem? I can honestly say at times I don't do that. Perhaps you don't do it either. But that's the invitation. And if we can live that invitation, that's powerful. Because you see, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this, these palm crosses that we're going to take home with us today, Yes, these palm crosses represent Christ overcoming sin and death in our lives. Without question. But cannot these palm crosses also represent the transformation of the challenges that we have in our life? Can these palm crosses not also represent a peaceful heart walking the journey of life as we try to do our best with the anxieties and years of the day, whatever challenges our life may bring. Because remember, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as our Lord was crucified on the cross, and through that crucifixion came the resurrection. So as we hold our crosses, whatever they may be, remember that's not the end of the journey. All too often, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we tend to focus on the cross. All too often, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we tend to focus on the problem. We tend to focus on the challenge. We tend to focus on the anxiety. And perhaps we should. But it doesn't end here. Remember, in a week, we're going to be chanting, What? Christ is risen! Christos Anesti! So as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rises into Jerusalem with a peaceful disposition, knowing what's going to happen to Him, that's the invitation for me and for you in our life, my brothers and sisters in Christ. You have that same disposition. And I acknowledge, and I'll be the first to acknowledge, because I'm walking the journey with you. I'm walking the journey with you. So I'll be the first to acknowledge it's not always an easy thing to do. But when we can do it, we'll find peace. We'll find the abundance of blessings from our Lord. We'll approach life with a peaceful disposition. And in that peace, and in that peaceful disposition, you will find the joy of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So again, I leave you with the thoughts of St. Paul from his letter to the Philippians. A powerful reminder where St. Paul teaches us and shares with us. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything. But in everything, my prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Amen.